Oh, baby. Welcome back to Talking Sports Better Than Most, where, like I said last year, it's not January, it's not February, it's March. And no. I'm not saying the No, I'm not saying it. Is I'm in a bad mood right now because they just lost. I'm not saying it. And, um, no, I just, I'm not saying it. I thought, they, I thought the Buckeyes played well. Yeah. I mean, they're... I mean, once again, Michigan State, Michigan State, once again, shoots uh, shoots over 50% from three, and the Buckeyes only lose by six points. Uh, okay, we got to stop a couple for a costly second, turnovers. because we're just watching some golf here in the background, and... And Kitsuyama just hit a, a shot OB. at <laughs> I mean, that's how many times have I did that. That thing was right of right. Okay, you know, but you, after that shot, you know you hit that straight off now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, he hit it so far right. It was classic. It was exactly where I would hit my ball. But anyways, <laughs> um, I mean, he hit a house. I mean, the people, actually, the people were and seeing the house. Still now. It's the people who were on the street that got it. But anyways, um, yeah, I thought the Buckeyes played pretty good. They... Um, Obviously, playing better as the uh, season comes down to the end. Yeah, I, I mean, I got two ways to look at it. Can't play any worse. Yeah. And maybe you know, obviously, putting Key on the bench and starting freshman, maybe that is um, a good thing. Hopefully, the freshmen stick around. You know, in the NBA, yeah. I mean, college seems like they leave so quick. So, if they actually stayed with the recruiting class, actually, it'd probably be a decent year for Ohio State basketball next year. But um, regardless. Um, Michigan State, if they shoot threes like that, they're going to be a tough out. And if they go cold, like you said. Um, I mean, this is going to have to happen at some point. It might happen in the Big Ten tournament. It might happen in the NCAA tournament. You're not going to continue to keep shooting 50, over 50% from the three-point line. I mean, it's just not going to happen. Yep. So we're one week and one day away from the field being announced yeah. and daylight saving time. So and potentially a Tom Brady um, return to the NFL. Yeah, we'll see if it won't happen next week, then probably over with so yeah. uh, we're one week away we'll start off with the mac and we'll take the toledo rockets i think on a 15 game win streak yep 15 in a row one in the mac third time year third, third year in a row time to go to the tournament and i think i think this year i'm not saying that they're gonna win the tournament but i think this year is a little different than last year last year they kind of were struggling at the end before the tournament started um this year um, they're playing a lot better and they get miami of ohio at, on thursday at 11 in the morning yeah um so so here's the way I look at it. I said it last year. I'm going to say it again. Doesn't really matter what the hell they've done before this. They either got to win or it's going to be just another disappointing season. I'm sorry. Like, it's time. They All these other schools in the MAC make the tournament, have made deep runs even, some of them, as higher seeds. Like, Toledo's got it. There's no excuses. There's no injuries. They're hot. They've won 15 in a row. They got to win three games, Thursday, Friday, and one week from tonight. I mean, it's as simple as that. And um, the streak, as you and I, been a lot of streaks out there as long as you and I have known each other for eight years. Um, it's time for um, Toledo to, to come through. I mean, it's just as simple as that. You think the Rockets get it done next week? I kind of like the way it's setting up. Um, I think they would play the winner of Ball State, Ohio, which... Ball State has given Toledo issues, but they just beat Ball State at Ball State um, last night. So um, if they were if they're able to take care of Miami pretty easily and then play them, I mean it's just going to be a, an absolute challenge and an absolute um, fight for the for the championship game on Saturday. So I mean, I think I like the draw this year more than I did last year. And then this year, I think that they're that they're a more balanced team this year. Last year they had Ryan Rollins, who went to the NBA, first guy in 25 years from Toledo to be drafted. I, mean, I think about 25 exactly. Um, 
I think last year they were kind of more reliant on the Mac player of the year, where this year I think they just can spread it around a little bit better. Um, I like the way they're playing. They're obviously playing their best basketball right now. So, yeah. um, I mean, that's they're scoring the- points. I mean, they're scoring a lot. I mean, that's what Todd, that's what they've done under Todd Kowalczyk every year. But I feel like this year, even more than others, uh, they've just. I mean, see from pretty much from the beginning of the season to the, to this current point. I mean, they just they just look good at all times. They look comfortable. They look confident. So. Let's be honest, some teams that have made the first four games get hot, win some games, and take a long streak to the Final Four even. And, I mean, this is what you want this time of year, right? You mm-hmm. want to get hot and... Um, you want to be shooting the ball well because I know defense wins championships, but offense, um, really, a, a good offense is going to win over a good defense pretty much every time. So. Yeah, I mean, at least offensively, if you like in the NCAA tournament, you got a chance. Anything yeah. can happen. I mean... You get some of those teams that just play good defense, but you know the most are going to score is 48 points. Yeah. Just ain't going to get it done. But I tell you what, you get, again, you just got to get one guy hot one mm-hmm. night, one afternoon, whatever time the game is. And next thing you know, you got a chance to 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 win the game. So, I mean, it's we've seen that script before in the NCAA tournament. So, obviously, our hometown. Yeah, especially after last year with what was St. Peter's was. I don't even remember what seed they were, but they obviously went to the Elite Eight. Yeah, uh, last year, and I think they lost to UNC, so the team that ended up being the runner-up. So the um, Peacocks, yeah, the they, Peacocks, they were Peacocks, and they were fucking flying, folks, in March, almost <laughs> through to April. Well, they, um, they, they, they were the story of last year, and we'll see um, who makes it. Especially one of the story this year, biggest stories of all time. Yeah, I mean, I mean they beat obviously there's been right bigger upsets. Yeah, I mean that was yeah, they were, so they were. I think they were a 15 seed then. Yeah, um, obviously tremendous story, but. And obviously, big. There's obviously been probably bigger upsets. Obviously, with UMBC being a 16 seed and being the only 16 team, uh, 16 seed to ever win a game, um, but to do it and then continue to do it, it wasn't just a. It wasn't just a fluke. It was a. It was just a team that was playing really well, got confident at the right time, and it, that's why I think March Madness is always the greatest because any. I mean, there's 68 teams in the field, and I mean, you can have teams that can get to the lead eight. They might not ever win a national championship or even reach the national championship, really. But I mean. You just have that. It seems like almost every year you got a team that goes to Sweet 16 that is a, such a high seed, or even obviously like last year, one more round further in. So yeah, just makes week. it always awesome. When we're doing the podcast, we'll have the brackets in front of us, and we'll see if Toledo's in it. Um, and I think wherever they're seeded, they're going to be a dangerous team. I don't know. Like, what are you going to rank them? 12, 11, somewhere in there, probably. I think if they, they get to a ten obviously seed, if they win the final three games, it depends on how they do it too. Um, I think, think? no, they won't give them a 10. They won't give them a 10 seed. I would say they could make, if they confidently destroy three game, three uh, Mac teams in in the next week, um, which I would take just close wins. Um, I don't care if they have to, if they win by 20 or two, it doesn't matter. The infamous 12. Um, Yeah, I would say 12, probably a safe bet. If they were to win the three, if they, if they were to absolutely just destroy um, and play just three really good games. Maybe you see 11 seed, but I don't believe it. I don't think they will. All right. Well, there we go with that. The well, once again, I'll take Toledo against a lot of teams right now because I mean, it's just if you shoot the ball well, it shows you like Michigan State right now. I mean, they're winning games because they're shooting the ball well. So and that's what Toledo pretty much always does. So and the Big Ten, we just talked about Ohio State winning two of their last three. They're going to be the second to worst team in the Big Ten tournament. So. Probably not a lot of talk. We need to worry about Ohio State. But Michigan came off a heartbreaking loss. Big lead. Steven wasn't thrilled. They're apparently fighting for their life here. 
in the tournament, whether that's fair or not in the eyes, but that's what the bracketologists seem to believe. So play what the Hoosiers um, tomorrow, which would probably a win over Indiana. And as long a as a win over Indiana, probably I, I would be absolutely shook if they're a not loss? automatically in. Ooh, then they got some work to do. So, um, but otherwise in the big 10, it's just a dumpster fire. I mean, they beat each other up. They're playing each other. I, I don't know how good they are, or how bad they are. Obviously, if you're a Big Ten fan, you're going to say the Big Ten teams are beating each other up and they can't wait to play somebody outside the Big Ten. Very well could be the case, or we just are inflating the Big Ten. But um, you think Michigan gets it done over Indiana tomorrow? They're playing, I mean, their best basketball recently. So um, I think they're I think they're 6-3 and three now in the, in the month of, uh, well, I guess not 6-3 and three anymore. That's obviously it's, now it's March, but playing some of their best basketball and Illinois is a pretty good team, and they just they were they had opportunities to win that game. They didn't do it. They had the a little possession um, late against uh, Illinois in regulation, and then then also went to the first overtime and didn't get either didn't get a bucket either time, and were up seven in the first overtime, and um, just didn't didn't hold on to that lead. And I think Indiana is kind of a team that's struggling. Obviously, they could get hot on Sunday and just absolutely destroy Michigan. But I mean, when they played them at Michigan, they weren't. The only time that they were winning that game was the only time Indiana was winning the game was when the clock basically expired. So, um, I think if you're Michigan, you got to be confident. Um, team, I would say, is fully healthy now. I think that win, if they win Sunday, I think that pretty much secures a spot in the tournament without even having to win a game in the a Big Ten tournament. So, um, what's your take on um, on the fact that Purdue obviously is gonna win the Big Ten? Like, what do you think their ceiling truly is when they're when you're comparing them to the rest of the country? I mean, I think they're obviously able to be a, a force to be reckoned with. They're a really good team, but at the same time, I think stopping a big man is a lot easier than stopping a guard. Um, there's so many ways to stop a big man. I mean, you can front him, you can double him. There's so many different ways you can do it um, and just push him off the block. Um, so. I think Purdue is going to kind of do what they always do and have a good regular season and then just kind of fade as the tournament goes. I mean, they, they've looked pretty human a lot against the Big Ten this year. They just keep winning. So um, they've won a lot of close games. And So where do you think the Big Ten stands? Let's face it. There's a lot of pressure on them. They get a ton of teams in every year. Michigan's really the only team that's made deep runs recently. Um, how much pressure you think's on the Big Ten? Uh, I mean, I think there's pressure in the fact that they've got to get more than one team going. I'm um, in March this year. They got to get one more, one more than more than one team going past the Sweet Six or well, past the first round. Um, well, not the first round, the first weekend. Uh, but I mean, if I were to rank the conferences, I mean, the Big Ten's not number one right now. They're the Big Twelve is number one without question, in my opinion. I mean, let's be honest. Do you see any Big Ten team making it out of the first round of the tournament? Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if Michigan State were to get an at all, I mean, they're probably going to be a seven seed right now. Obviously, unless they, I mean, obviously they could change. They could lose first round to somebody, or they could make it and win in the Big Ten tournament, and they would probably move up to about a six or five seed. Um, and I think they would probably be favored in the game there and probably take care of business. Obviously, Purdue is going to make it, I would say, out of the first round without question. Um Second round is going to be a little more difficult, but I mean, I see them getting to Sweet 16. Do I see them really making it to like a Final Four? I don't know. I think that I think stopping a big man once again, I just I think is easier um, than stopping a really good guard. So 
Uh, Purdue, I mean, has talented guys. It's just that they rely a lot on Edie, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I mean, if you're the probably the best player in college basketball, you probably should use them. Um, but I think that sometimes they're just a, a one-man team, and um, if you've got some guards that are athletic, you can kind of slow down their guards. And They're just, uh, Purdue's got to kind of, I don't know what they got to do. They got to, like, change their mojo or jinx in March and, and get a get a good run going. Um, because Matt Painter, I don't think, has ever been to the Sweet 16. Yeah. They got, they I, believe that's a, I believe that's true. I don't know if that's entirely true. I have to look. But uh, Well, the Big Ten definitely, I think, they've had some chances. They've probably fallen short. Um, it's time It's time to see some Big Ten schools. We'll see if it's the fact that they've just been cannibalizing themselves against each oh, other. Maybe Elite Eight. I'm sorry. Elite There's eight. Elite Eight. Or will they, um, you know, Will they relish the chance of getting out and playing some different teams? Um, they're going to get a lot of teams in. How good is one team over the other? I guess that's the question to be seen. Alabama just lost its fifth game. Um, UCLA has four losses. And then you got... Oh, 2018-2019 they went to. Maybe it's a Final Four that he's never been to. And then Houston's got two losses. So the Cougars are looking to play... For a Final Four, it's in Houston this year. I mean, is it really the year finally a team, you know? I mean, I know the Butler almost did it before. Yeah. We know Villanova's done it. I mean, obviously Houston's um, a good team, and I'm, I'm sure they'll probably get to the Elite Eight, but do I think that they're going to win a national championship? I just don't I don't think they're going to do that. Winning, winning a national championship in basketball is so hard. It's not like football where you can just have one good day. You have to have six really good days to win a national championship. So Matt Painter has made it to the Sweet 16 a few times. He's only made it to Elite Eight one time. So you know the team that I'm high on all of a sudden? Who is that? A team that I said I would never be high on again. A team that I said I would never pick to win it all. And I'm not telling you oh, they're going to Gonzaga. But I've been watching them. They've been playing better lately. And they're catching me in a vulnerable state. Well, you're going to fall for that crap again? Well, I'm not picking them to go to finals, but... And they're probably a 316 team, yeah, but maybe. they have a really good big man in, uh, I can't think of his name right now. I see his face. Timmy, I drew Timmy. Um, obviously, he's a really good big man, but I think someone against, like, if they if they were to play Purdue somehow, I think that'd be an interesting matchup because Zach Eady is not going to be able to guard Timmy. I mean, Timmy can shoot the ball. He can drive. He, he has way more mobility. I mean, you can't really blame Zach Eady for that. He's 7'4", 280 pounds. I mean, it's not really his fault. Um but I think a, a kind of a smaller big man who has the skills to kind of play outside like him would cause trouble for Purdue. Obviously, Zach Eady would cause trouble for, for uh, Gonzaga since I don't, I don't think they have anybody that could really guard him. But I think that, you know, you attack him every play and you get him in foul trouble, and that Purdue team is a way different team. In the end, there's just one thing I don't want to see, and that's Kansas win the national championship. Why do you hate Kansas? I've never been a Kansas fan. I think they do a lot of illegal things there, Bill Self. Well, yeah, I'm not, that's not a I thing. That's like, that I know. I feel like they just get away with it. And I just, I don't find Kansas basketball exciting, but I know well, it's like Will Wade having, oh. It's like Will Wade, who was on record paying players to come to, to LSU. Like I said, on record before NIL was a thing. Um, and he wasn't fired for, I think, a good year and a half, almost two years before he was fired. So um, the Big Ten, I guess, just must be held to a different standard. 
And then you got, of course, the SEC where Alabama, we just saw them lose to Texas A&M. So how good is Texas A&M? Kentucky, Uh everybody always thinks Kentucky's good, but they're probably not. Tennessee was an underdog today to Auburn. I mean, they're ranked high. Um, I mean, they got some good teams, but I think the Big 12 has better teams at the top. I think you got Texas, you got Baylor. Baylor got got whipped by Iowa State. Kansas, you got uh, Kansas State, you got TCU. I mean, those are some really, really good teams. It's just, again, I've never seen a year, and I was telling you that today when um, we were watching the games. Like, number two goes down pretty easily, and it's like I've never seen a game, a year, where, I mean, the number one teams are just are, are just going down so quick. I mean, Houston's going to be the number one seed probably overall because of the fact that they're, uh, they play in the conference that they play in. Because they're not going to, I mean, they only have two losses. So, I don't think that they're going to put anyone above them because other teams are playing, obviously, tremendous teams. And it's just uh, when you play teams like Houston does in the conference that they're in, I mean, it's just what do you expect? Yeah. It's going to be the year again. Will my bracket be busted by 5 o'clock Thursday? Or could I maybe make it to Friday before my bracket's busted? That's you know a matchup that I would like to see. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't happen probably till at least the second or third round. Um, Michigan State, Houston. Because there are two teams that want to run, and just Houston obviously is an athletic team, um, and they want to run. I mean, that's what Michigan State prides themselves on, is being able to run the transition and box out. I think that could provide a really good matchup. I mean, without thinking about any other teams right now, off the top of my head. But I think that would be an interesting, interesting matchup. I mean, obviously, if Michigan State were to lose right away, I doubt they would be a nine seed. Really don't think that would happen, um, unless they were absolutely embarrassed in the first round of the tournament, the Big Ten tournament. But so then they probably wouldn't play Houston, like team like Houston, at least till I guess the Sweet Sixteen. But I guess yeah. Tom Izzo's got to get back there for the first time. Only made it there once in the last seven tournaments, so out of the first weekend. Hmm. Well, you know, I don't know. I just. It's the best time of the year. I mean, it really is. Um, I don't know. They, it's it's going to be fun. I mean, it always is. Um, it's going to be thrilling to see. Um, and then you have the two Pac-12 teams. I mean, you got UCLA and Arizona, where, again. Arizona just lost to you, uh, Arizona State the other day, too. That guy had Desmond Cambridge had 50 points. When was the last time we saw a Pac-12 school win the championship? It's been a long time. Um, uh, maybe Arizona back and God knows how long. It just seems like it's been, just seems like it's been a really, really long time. Let's see, you said Pac-12. Yeah, I'm, I'd like to know when that was. It's been a while. I'm scrolling. It has to. Oh, be Arizona, Arizona right? nineteen ninety-seven. 19 with Lute Olson? Yeah, Lute Olson. 1997? Holy. But then UCLA won at 95. All right. UCLA had that. Wow. But I don't know. It's definitely, um, I don't know. And you the Big Ten has had a little good stretch now, too. Yeah, I'm not saying, you know, it feels like. Yeah, but the the Big Ten has put themselves in a lot better positions than the the Pac-12 has. I mean, Michigan State has made the national championship a few times. Michigan, Ohio State. Did they make it two years in a row? Or it was just one year. Um, well, ninety-seven they did obviously. No, I'm talking about like 06 or 07 or oh, whatever. 06 and 07. Did they make it both years? They made made the final four both years. I know they made the national championship the one year because yeah. they lost to Florida in football and basketball. Yeah. But so I mean, like that you you've got, I mean, since two thousand you've got at least probably 
six or seven times and a Big Ten team has played in the national championship and haven't won any of them. But <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we say the same thing every year, but is this finally the year of the, you know, maybe somebody comes out where we don't expect? Maybe, or will it kind of fall just the way it, it probably will? But we'll find out, I guess, as time goes on. So next Monday or Tuesday, whenever we do the podcast, we'll have the bracket in front of us. We'll make some predictions, um, and we'll see. It It's a wonderful time. It's the best three-week stretch. Those Thursdays and Fridays. It's always a good, good stretch of March. It's more exciting when your team's in it, which my team won't be, but still. I see um, a chance. Yeah, I got a chance. Um, I'm playing on their best basketball. That's all you can ask for. But um, And then, of course, it leads us right into Masters Week. So um, let's be honest. We got a four-week stretch, which is going to be crazy good. So um, hold on tight. And speaking yeah, so the of, National Championship will be the day after the Masters Sunday? Is that what it is? Is it the 10th or something like that? No, the National Championship is that Monday, and then the Masters starts Thursday. Oh, Masters is that early? So um, it comes comes out pretty quick so that'll be exciting to see hey who's watching the nfl combine this morning we saw some quarterbacks throw the football we listened to them yesterday um i'll tell you what i listened to the four quarterbacks who they had interviewed they i'll tell you what they were they had some cockiness pride to them folks you have to though to be a quarterback no I'm, i'm not i just was it's cool to see i mean you got bryce obviously cj Oh, we got our Kentucky friend and oh um, my gosh, he's horrible. And Richardson from Florida, Anthony. Which, yeah, Anthony Richardson and Will Levis. I don't know who's who is like building up so their stock because Chris Roth one day at after golf was so drooling over um, him, and he said one day he's going to be the number one pick in the NFL draft. And I'm like, what? And then Florida, of course, didn't have really Florida hasn't really been relevant in a while, and. I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't know who's building up their stock or, right now and why they're yeah. doing it. But there are they are people out there trying to say Will Levis and Anthony Richardson should be these tremendous quarterbacks. And it's like, well, what? Why didn't they do that in college? I don't know. And Will, I mean, I understand that they're probably very good athletes, like like Cam Newton. But um, then why didn't they use that ability in college? I don't know. Will's got um, Will's got a hell of a um, he likes mayo in his coffee. <laughs> He's got a cannon for an arm. I know that. Um, but um, it'll be interesting to see how, again, I cannot believe a team that needs a quarterback right now is going to go out and take Levis. I just, I'm not, yeah, I mean, I just, I, whoever I, does is going to be mocked. I'm not going to tell you that. that is, um, oh, my God. I don't know. I just, I just can't believe anybody would. But we'll see. There's a lot going on there. Obviously, we know there's a ton of teams. You know, still, is Chicago going to trade the pick? Everybody thinks they got to trade the pick. There's no way Chicago can keep the number one pick. They don't need it. Go down and get some more draft picks. Give Justin Fields some help. Probably an offensive help line. Help I, mean, I don't know if the offensive line is an issue or what the issue is. Yeah, I think they need a playmaker, too. be great if they can get several picks, maybe. I don't know. It depends on how desperate someone is to get that number one pick. But... But I, I, I read that they were like really leaning towards trading that pick away. They have to. I mean, and then you got to get a Houston team. That Houston needs a quarterback. I mean, let's be honest. Since Deshaun Watson, I don't know. I, I would be pissed if I was a Houston fan because they hired Lovey Smith for a year just to have you like an interim head coach. I mean, yeah. they didn't even 
Like, if you're going to hire somebody, I thought you got to give them a chance. I didn't even give them a chance. I mean... Well, at least to start to build the culture. Of the yeah, show, I mean, right? you just prolong... I mean, it was basically just, can we simulate to the next year? Me, I mean, that's I all the Lions did it the right way. I mean, they got someone, they took... I mean, if you're going to hire somebody, you got to hire them for the building of that franchise and have an organization for... I mean, you can't just... I mean, they really just said, wham, bam, thank you, sir. Thank you for your services for one year. I mean, it was a waste. It's dumb. Horrible organization. I don't know. I think it's time for Lovey just to retire. I mean, I, you and I had this conversation. He never had a chance in Houston, and I don't know why he took the job. But I mean, he's had his run. You and I take yeah. this all the time. We can't age discriminate. We know that. We're not dumb. But there's so many young talent out there. Give someone else a chance. That's what I'm saying. Like, why would you go with him when you know that you didn't have any confidence in him? Like, why don't you hire somebody younger at least then? I mean, I mean, at least players will want to go to somewhere where they at least think that there's at least a belief in sports, him. politics. Pick some young people. There's got to be somebody else out there. Um, please, folks, let's do that. Let's 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 look elsewhere. Who they should have signed? Who? Uh, who's the quarterback or the coach that got fired in Cardinals? Oh yeah, where is he at right now? Is he still probably drinking some? Remember, he got that one-way ticket to Southeast Asia, and we've never heard from him again. Yeah, I can't think of his face Where right now. Where is Cliff Kingsbury? Cliff, yeah. I was kidding, by the way. That's Where not who is I he at? I mean, you could have hired somebody. <coughs> but anyways. Um, I think Urban Meyer would be higher on my list than Lovey Smith right now. Oh, boy. Urban Meyer. I don't know. Um, it's just amazing because, again, there's so much talent out there, so many young guys, so many good Offensive and defensive minded. Yeah, when I mean, you think about it, like all the guys, like uh, Kyle Shanahan, um, Sean McVay, um, who's, another, who's who's the other guy that was like in that trio? There's another young guy that was in that like group. Oh, the uh, Dolphins coach. Yeah, I mean, like they all came from the same um, same team. They were all together coaching, and I mean, you feel like you got po- you you could be able to poach somebody from a different organization if you really like whoever it is that's not a head coach that you could get that spot to. There's so. a lot out there. There was a lot of controversy this weekend when, um, was it, was it Rashawn Bateman or who was it from the Oh, Rams? yeah, yeah. He said that they don't take first round. They don't take good receivers or whatever. Yeah, because we still Because he was the first Jackson. one in, in years that they took that was a first round receiver. Yeah, what is going on there? What, what are the Ravens doing? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm still thrilled that they're not um, – I'm still thrilled, but they're not going to give Lamar that guaranteed money. But he's their only hope. Give mm-hmm. the guy what he deserves. Pay for him. At some point, the NFL teams are... are Somebody's going to pay for our services. Yeah. But, I mean, at some point, the NFL's got to take... I mean, the money just keeps going up and up and up yeah. and up. I mean, I, I don't get... Are, are they going to eventually have make billions of dollars a year? I mean, I, I don't know where it stops. But with that being said, the Ravens are going to suck. Yeah. They're going to suck without Lamar. Well, I mean, they're going to fall. They're going to be like the Houston Texans if they don't get a quarterback figured out. I mean, they're going to be taking a, a guy like Matthew Fitzpatrick, um, Fitzmagic, for the quarterback position because they're going to take somebody. They're going to get somebody who's just going to be there for like a rental. Are you just going to have him there for a year or two, and then just for just to have a guy back there? I mean, if they don't get Lamar. The Jets signed. need a quarterback. The Colts need a quarterback. Houston needs a quarterback. Carolina needs a quarterback. Um, I would argue that Tennessee needs a quarterback. Um, yeah, that's a bad situation right now. Uh, I mean, there's so many need. Las Vegas needs a quarterback. Um, huh? Go Baker. Oh my God. Um, 
Just, he woke up feeling dangerous this morning. Yeah, there's so many teams that need somebody out there. And I did read that they're going to probably allow an extra quarterback spot so we don't have a situation like we did um, with the 49ers this year. So that's a good thing. So if, if you can throw the football and breathe, you're probably going to be signed to an NFL team. you pass the physical? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you even have to do that. Uh, but if you can breathe and throw football, you're going to get picked. So you got all these questions. Then, of course, we still got Aaron Rodgers out there. Obviously, his um, his whatever he did, he still uh, he must still be thinking. I feel like the dominoes got to fall into place pretty soon. I mean, I was reading that um, Bryce Young isn't going to throw until his second day, his second Alabama camp, which isn't until April sixth. I mean, the draft is just a couple weeks later. Yeah, why, why yeah, is he hiding yeah. from? I, I don't understand it. Like, why wouldn't he want to throw with the guys today? I mean, the best of the best, right? If you think you're the best, then wouldn't you relish having the opportunity to throw against the other guys? I mean, to me, like, there's no reason for him not to because you're all, I mean, you're going to go high. Yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if you make a couple bad throws like, or have a bad day. I mean, they're going to look at your tape and see how many throws you did make in college. So I agree. I just, I'm just yeah. kind of surprised that he isn't. I mean, yeah, your stock can go down, but it, it's not going to really go that much down, even yeah. if you have a horrible day. It is time, folks. It is time. Um, it's sad without football. My my bank account, though, is in a better shape right now. <laughs> um, since I'm not placing all these bets on everything. Um, You're hey, just placing them on other sports now. Yeah, and I just going to, oh, boy, but March Madness is going to do me dirty. Um, so, anyways, let's get a little college football in. We talked about it. There's going to be some rule changes, obviously, coming up in college football. Stephen and I were just chit-chatting about them a little bit ago. Um, number one, they're not going to allow untimed downs at the end of the first and third quarter. I mean, honestly, how often did we ever see that one? So, whatever, that's fine. Good riddance, whatever. They're not going to let you do consecutive timeouts to ice the kicker. That's fine. I yeah. mean, I think the icing of the kicker, Part's kind of dumb to begin with. I don't think it was actually a big deal. They are going to take away, though, um, obviously, this time, the, the clock stopping after first downs, unless it's in the final two minutes of, I think, the first two halves, is it? Um, which will help a little bit. Um, I guess what they're trying to do is make it the NFL, which I still don't know why they care to make it the NFL. I mean, let college be college. It's not really a big deal, but... You see any of those changes really impacting the game much, Stephen? Not really. The only one that would potentially change is if they, um, like you said, um, as we were talking about earlier, just uh, off the clock, if you get a first down and the clock doesn't stop and it just runs. I just wonder, I mean, let's be honest. But that, I mean, that, that happens in the NFL, but they also have a two-minute warning, so that's a little different. Right. So they are going to let the clock, though, with the two minutes in the both halves, no, though, stop. So, okay. I mean, I guess that's their way of giving a two-minute warning, yeah. I suppose. You and I were just talking about why not change a rule, like if a defender slips, let him get up and keep running, like he's got to be touched. Like We Did feel, that, down as the we feel that would make a better game. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the point. Well, I mean, as we, saw, as we saw in the National Championship, um, the field was crap, and um, players were slipping left, and, or was it the National yeah, Championship? Just or? Super Bowl. Super Bowl, sorry. The Super Bowl where players were falling down left and right. and um, I mean, to me, like, a game should never end if you hand the ball off to a running back fourth and one, he makes a cut and he slips. Yeah. You should have to be tackled down. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing that they need to change in college football. Um, I mean, if any broke, don't fix it. I think college football is about as perfect as it can be. 
um, if they can fix the targeting issue um, and then tackling down, um, I'd be pretty happy with those rules changes. Yeah, I, I just I think it's kind of goofy that they picked. The I don't think they need. To, I don't think they need to do anything about the time. I, I mean, think they need the to do something about the, the rules that they're trying to make just to make the game shorter. We're we're saying why don't we make rules to make the game better? Yeah, like it's a better game if a player can get up after slipping on some water on on a wet turf. Yeah, and and running for something that's a better game. Not being able to ice the kicker don't change anything. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think it worked any to be honest with you. So it's just I think frustrating. Like if you want to make a better game, let's make a better game. But um, just to make the game shorter kind of seems a little I don't know. Just seems kind of stupid to me. But um, I don't know. So it is what it is. But the college game spring practice. I think the Buckeyes start. In a week, I think. Uh, when's Michigan's spring practice start? They already started. Oh, they started. Oh. The Buckeyes must be on a different schedule. Yeah. Obviously, you got much... Um, they're not much controversy, really, with Michigan right now. Ohio State, though, of course, is going to have a quarterback duel um, to see who's going to take over the reins. So, a lot of eyes will be down in Columbus. So last week we um, mentioned some golf news. Lib was out there playing, um, got record low ratings. Of course, we knew that was going to happen. Um, yeah, I turned the thing on for about fourteen seconds. I want to puke. And um, yeah, they—it's just so. It's more of like a party. It's not even golf. I mean, they're playing music, and it's just—I mean, I don't know. The whole thing was. I don't even call it a party. It's—it's it's just brainwashing. It's really rough. I mean, they talk more about making up stories about how just it's unbelievable i mean they sent a tweet out the other day when phil mickelson birdied his first three holes said you know phil mickelson's playing the best golf of his career the guy just a year and a half ago won the pg yeah. championship like i wouldn't even make the cut right now yeah like i mean come on like that's the stupidest tweet in the history of tweets he might be playing his best golf in a year but not his, <laughs> of his career no but i i don't understand where it came from it's like just show me golf, like the brainwashing. I well, they just want to make news. They want to. They want to. It's like the the morning shows. They just want to say something dumb to get your get to your attention. Yeah, it works for it me because I'm looking at the social media. It's so frustrating. Funny to see Charles Howe the third win. You know, I even forgot he was. I forgot he was a Masters champion. Or no, Charles Howe. I'm thinking of uh, the hell's the other guy? Uh, I can't think of his name now. He won the Masters like probably almost 15 years ago. Char, um, Charles Schwartzel? Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I didn't even realize Charles Howe was not on there. Um, a quiet guy, never really a big ordeal, but um, probably the calmest guy on there. And, like, for instance, I was watching it, and they were showing the interview with Dustin Johnson and someone else, how they traded somebody to the other team, and, like, trying to make it seem like it's some big... Um, the Aces. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> It was so made up, and it hurt so bad to see these guys. Like, it's a shame because golf is golf. If they want to play on a different tour, go for it. But the only way they're going to be relevant is to go after the PGA Tour, which they do. Now, not going to lie, but the Masters in a month, we're going to have ourselves an issue if an LIV golfer wins. Um, like, I was just thinking of Cam Smith. Like, when we last saw Cam Smith on the PGA Tour, the he was open. the best player in the game yeah. the hottest player in the game and watching him last week they showed the few times they showed him 
he just looked like he was struggling. Like, I mean, is he playing golf? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, is the I think most of those guys are struggling and that they're playing over there right now. To be honest with you, I don't think it's. Uh, I mean, the PJ. I think you go there and you just aren't. You're not as focused. I think because yeah. you just went there for the money. That's all you went and did it for. Yeah, this, I mean, is he practicing? Is he doing what he did? And obviously, the PJ Tour announced that their entire PJ Tour is going to change come next year. Um, they're changing the schedule up. They're going to have different tournaments. Some fields are not going to have cuts. They're going to just completely. The, the PGA Tour found something out when they changed this is that like Arnold Palmer's tournament is going to be wonderful and the waste management was wonderful. But then you have the Honda Classic, which was a snoozer, even though the stories last week were pretty cool mm-hmm. for anybody who pays attention to golf. I mean, you had a guy who was a recovering alcoholic, battled depression, ended up winning on tour versus a kid <coughs> whose mom went on the PGA Tour, his dad went on the PGA who won Tour. last week? I already forgot. Um, it was Kirk who won. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the other guy, his name, Laura, I think Ball was his mom's name. She went on the LPGA Mm -hmm. Tour. His dad went on the PGA Tour. I mean, he battled. He had all sorts of diseases. Oh, uh, Greg Cole. Yeah. I mean, like the story was wonderful. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you could. I mean, it wasn't Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson, but it was still two really good. Isn't that what you want? Yeah. I mean, you want to see you want to see two guys at the end that are battling it out. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're watching high school basketball. If you're watching a really good game between two good teams, who cares if it's the highest level? That's what I'm saying. You know what it's I mean? the storyline that we dive for. In sports, the story determines everything. And when you're watching Live Golf, where they are guaranteed $80 billion yeah. just for showing up on the bloody hands of Saudi Arabia, and you get these other stories, like, that's what makes golf, that's what makes all sports wonderful. We want to see a storyline. We want to see somebody come back who it, it just is it was really neat i caught i caught myself watching it and i was pulling for cole a little bit because of the story but um fred couples tweeted about it about how awesome it was to see what was going on yeah. um i mean it really was the sports defi- is defined by the story and um it can't get better than that so once i said i said it last week or i don't know if i said it last week or however long ago i said it I mean, every single week on the PGA Tour, you see somebody new that you've pretty much never seen before on the leaderboard. Yeah. And that's the greatest thing about the PGA Tour is, I mean, truly, all those guys are, I mean, yeah, some of them probably, uh, obviously, they better than others, but those are the best golfers in the world. So, um, you know, it may not be a name you're familiar with, but it's still just a, almost the same level of golf. At one, time, at one time, too. Yeah. Right? And now he's, he's now a nobody golf, again. Right? So, Cam Smith was a nobody at one time, you you become someone, right? Yeah. I mean, it takes time, and that's what some of these things are doing. But the PJ Tour also sees they got to help out some of the tournaments that have been sponsors. Like the AT and T was a horrible field. They're going to next year, I guess, um, change it where the amateurs are only going to play two days, and they're going to build it up so yeah. that it's a big tournament every once. So it's just cool. I mean, I guess they'll just rotate some of these tournaments. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to change the schedule, but they're going to make some sweeping changes and see what happens. So, well, I think um, it's funny. I mean, I don't know if you watched that full swing Netflix documentary or I not, but I mean, Brooks Kepka at one point said, "Like, I can't compete with these guys in the PGA Tour anymore." So, if you think the golf's better in the LIV, you got you got something coming for you. So, I mean, they might have the names that grab your attention, like Brooks Kepka, but they don't have the best players in the PGA. They don't have the best players in the world. They might have a couple of the top players in the world. But they don't have, they, I mean, the PGA Tour, I would love to see a PGA Tour LIV battle right now. I can guarantee you 
that uh, the LIV would be absolutely oh, Casey, Paul destroyed. Paul. They, they, they're not going to compete with these guys. And Paul said the same thing. He said, I can't compete with those guys on the PGA Tour anymore. I mean, maybe on my best week, he said, I think I could compete. But, I mean, I mean if he played every single week, he's not going to really do that much. So, yeah. I mean, it shows you that these guys are the best players in the world. Um, I mean, you could argue that Cam Smith would be up there, but obviously right now he's not playing well, and I'm not surprised by it. When you go there, I think there's just less of a focus. I mean, there's nobody there watching you, first off. And it's just not the golf you've played your whole life. You don't get music on the greens. I mean, you play golf the way it's supposed to be played, and the PGA Tour does a good job of that. Well, next week is a course and a tournament dear to our hearts because we've played it several times. It's got so much history. The Players' Championship, <clears throat> Tiger Woods, is not in it. He's going to wait to play at Augusta National. Really no but, surprise there, though. Yeah, I, I don't think he needs to play There's there. There's no reason. It's not doing any good. But um, it's obviously probably the fifth major on tour. It's got the Island Green. Are you a fan of the Island Green? Yeah, why not? I'm just wondering. Some people feel it's too penal for um, maybe the 71st hole of a tournament. I mean, you could be winning, and you can go probably from first place to 50th place with a couple bad swings. Well, I mean, you could say that about... Probably half the courses in America, maybe not the 71st hole, but... What about I mean, the 18th hole at Detweiler? Well, I mean, think about, like, 18 at Bay Hill. I mean, I mean, you could just leave it out right, or the wind blows it out right, or... I mean, you could make a big score on 18, you could make a big score on here, you could keep trying to hit the driver for the left and left and left and hit six balls in the water. So, I mean, you can do that almost at every course in America that they well, play. So, I mean, I think it's perfect the way it is. Um... Obviously, sometimes it's really difficult because of the wind, and you can spin it right off the green. And but I mean, that's that's what separates the winners and losers. And Who's your pick next week for the Players Championship? Oh come on, you can't be doing that to me Who right you now. Got to. You gotta pick someone. Um, I'm gonna go Rory. Be good to see Rory get back. I need. To see I want to see him get hot, and he needs to win a Masters. He needs to be there so he can be at that Champions Dinner next year. Um, the Players' Championship. Though. They should give a special invite to Rory, just just because. You're telling me that Tiger's Woods said, I want Rory there, they're not going to let him be there? He'd be there if Tiger asked for it. I can't wait to watch it. I'd like to see a Jordan Spieth, but I still want to see Ricky Fowler back in action. I want to see Rory. Yeah, I want to see him in contention. I want to see, see Rory, though, win the Masters. That's the thing that's got to happen. It'll be fun to see the Players' Championship next week. We are just weeks away from the Masters. It's almost here. Spring is almost here, although I hear the next three weeks are going to be bitterly cold. Um, but as soon as we get to May, April, we know the azaleas. The azaleas probably are already blooming, though, folks. So um, um, maybe that's not a good thing. But um, I, I'm sure they'll make it look just as beautiful as ever. When we're, the cherry Washington blossoms are blooming so. already in Washington, D.C. And um, so, you know, what can we do? It's what do you got, though, this week? Who do you got winning the Arnold Palmer invitation? So Arnold Palmer's got a great leaderboard. Kitayama just made a triple bogey, I think, or a double bogey. I think he made double. Which um, opened the... Maybe opened he did the, make triple, because he was at nine, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, to be honest, oh, and he wow. Yeah, was another one in the water. Um, but, or not playable. My, my pick at the beginning of the week, so I'm in two things. I put all my money, I put a bunch of money on Justin Thomas this week to win. He's one back right now, and in my pool, um, which I'm in 11th place right now, I'm really excited about. Um, I picked Victor Hovland to win. Um, I For some reason, I feel like the toughness of the course 
helps Victor Hovland. So I'll take. He's Hovland. just so consistent. Yeah, I just he may not hit the shots that Rory and Justin Thomas can hit, but he's just so consistent. He pretty much always knows the what he's doing. The thing that scares team. me about Hovland if it's the greens are firm game. and it's hard to hit. Yeah, he um, just short game's pretty bad sometimes. Yeah. So I mean, is he going to be able to make a bump and run like that shot right there? I know that wasn't him, but a shot like that and get up and down, I don't know. Um, but I'll take Hovland. I, well, I mean, I think Spieth and Rory are pretty good picks, obviously, every week. But this week, I think above all, is right now, it's it's about ball striking. Can you put yourself in a position where you can, you know, hit a shot with a wedge and get it close as opposed to hitting it out of the rough? Um, right. I mean, because obviously the greens right now are not being receptive. And if you hit it out of the rough, I mean... There's just no way you can stop the ball. The well, I can tell you right position. now, with all the rain we've gotten in Toledo, I'll be hitting 200-yard drives for the next three months because the ground, my ball. You think you're going to get that far? 175. Anyways. Um, That's I how far it's going to go on the simulator today. You already know it. I won't see a fast, firm course probably till June with all the rain we've gotten here in Toledo, but... It's the way it is, folks. So listen, you gotta play with the cards that are dealt to you. You above all people should know that. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be back a little over a week from now with the brackets in hand. We'll break it down. We'll see what the Arnold Palmer Invitational did. Big question this week. We got one. Will the Toledo Rockets end the streak of forty-three years of missing the NCAA tournament once and for all? God, it's been forty-three years. Well, I thought you were wrong at first, but it's true. Yeah, I was yeah. born in 79, so oh, um, will it finally uh, end? Here's what I think. You said, yes, you think it happens? I think they're the hottest team. I think Kent is the only team that could probably beat them. My prediction is absolutely no. Todd is an overrated coach, oh. and he should be oh, fired, God. sent his bags, send them packing, folks. We can find somebody else. I know another coach on Bancroft that could take that team probably places. Bottom line is Todd's a loser. Toledo will go down in the first round of the tournament. Book it. So you got them losing to uh, Miami of Ohio? Yep. Okay. There we go. I, I certainly hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong too, but I know this team and I know the type of coach he is. Overrate it. Well, I guess if you want to go back to being absolutely mid in the Mac or worse, I guess that's a good idea to fire him. But like I said, I know Coach That's the conversation for a different day. So, but right. we'll be cheering on our Rockets, and if they can make it to the NCAA tournament, it will be something that we'll um, have waited for for a very long time, and it'll be an exciting, be a very exciting weekend, um, no matter what happens, if they can make it and make it to the March Madness. So, All right, go Rockets. We'll see you next week.